You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Episode 127 The Paradox. Welcome to The Paradox with your attending, Dr. Eric Larson. He is a practicing anesthesiologist and clinical assistant professor at Michigan State University College of Human Medicine. Listen in as he takes you behind the scenes of what practicing medicine in today's ever-changing world is like with another doctor. The Paradox is a fun and accidentally informative show for physicians, patients, or anyone who has ever found themselves in a waiting room. Welcome to The Paradox. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Larson. Thank you for joining me as we explore the U.S. medical system in a fun and informative format through expert analysis. Today's can be a brief episode, but a very important one, and one that I think is extremely pertinent to today's time. We're going to be talking about COVID and our American Independence Day from SARS-CoV-2 on June 1st, 2021. But before we get into that, a brief message from my friend, Dr. Erin Wiseman, and her show on the Doctor Podcast Network. Hey there, this is Dr. Erin Wiseman. I'm a fellow Dr. Podcast Network member, life coach, and mama three. I kick butt, I take names, and I help other high-achieving people do the exact same. And today, I want to invite you over to my podcast, Dr. Me First. It's well over 300 episodes, and each one is filled with inspiration and advice from amazing guests. So grab your wife, your mom, your sister, your best friend, and come tune in as we explore what it means to be a woman in medicine and a woman in this world. Because this podcast is a dose of everything that I needed when I was burned out, exhausted, and ready to quit it all. At the end of the day, I do this to help you feel more connected to yourself and to connect with others. I love to end my show with a kick of encouragement, so here's my favorite tagline. Your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See you over at Dr. Me first. Thanks, Erin. As always, you can find show notes for this episode at theparadox.com slash 127, which will have links to other things that we talk about with COVID. But let's get into this really important discussion. If you need background information uh, to what I'm going to discuss, I would just direct you to look at episodes 101 or 114. You can find these at theparadox.com slash 101-114. You can also just go to paradox.com. That's P-A-R-A-D-O-C-S.com. And there you can find an entire list under the podcast 
of the different shows and different topics we talk about. We don't talk just about COVID. We talk about the medical industry, various topics that are related to medicine, whether it's history or other things that go on with uh, medicine, the practice of medicine. So the first thing we need to do, I need you to take a look in the mirror. I need you to look down and look at your shirt. If you're wearing a red shirt, I need you to take it off. Not just one sleeve. I want you to take it all the way off. And if you look down and you say, hmm, I'm wearing a blue shirt, I need you to take that off as well. No red or blue shirts for this episode. I'm not either. I've tried it. doesn't work for me. Today we're just going to talk as Americans. No politics. No parties. No teams. And we're just going to discuss the United States. We're not going to discuss the rest of the world. They're in a different situation, a different spot. And that's something we can talk about later, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're just going to focus on us as Americans. It's time to open up because we have plenty of a really miraculous vaccine. The messenger RNA vaccines are going to revolutionize, I believe, medical treatments going forward. But the point is that right now, we are entering the last phase of the transition out of the pandemic or epidemic into endemic for our country. Why do I say this? And, you know, aren't you still potentially at risk of reinfection or breakthroughs? Won't we still get outbreaks until we hit herd immunity? Well, let's briefly talk numbers. As of this recording, we're looking at 247 million vaccines have been administered in the United States. 147 million people have been receiving at least one dose, or 44%, and 105 million people are fully vaccinated, which means they got the full series of two vaccines, and that's 31.8%. If you break it down by demographics, a percentage of the population over the age of 18, so adults, that's 56.3% have some immunity to the vaccine. We know it's pretty good just with even one dose, or 40% fully vaccinated. And if you look at those who are elderly, those who are over the age of 65, who are absolutely at the highest risk for significant mortality and morbidity, they're at 82.8% partially vaccinated and 69.7% fully vaccinated. But that's only part of the immunity picture, right? Because we know that if you've been naturally infected with SARS-CoV-2 and got infected, you too have immunity to it. At least as good, if not better, and probably better, at least slightly, than if you had a vaccine. So if you add in those who've had COVID, we're going to conservatively say between 20 to 30% of the American population, and we'll assume a similar distribution within those who are being vaccinated. That changes our numbers to 87%, almost 90% of those who are elderly, and 67.2% of people who are classified as adults or 18 or older. We do know that reinfections or breakthroughs with COVID are usually much less severe and don't lead to hospitalization or ICU or death. Of course, it's not always the case. Sometimes people do get really sick, but not usually. So on June 1st, 2021, it should be our American COVID Victory Day. All restrictions, mask mandates, lockdowns, gathering limits, all of it should go away. I don't care if you think the lockdowns worked or didn't. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you think masks are highly protective or you call them face diapers. I don't care. Those are debates we can and probably should have over the next few years. But right now, 
We need to move forward together. No politics, no Democrats, no Republicans, no Libertarians, Greens, Independents, whatever. Just as Americans. You all need to recognize a few things. One, no matter what, there is no way to be 100% safe in life. Two, COVID will never, ever go away. There are animal reservoirs. It's already become endemic in the rest of the world, and there's no way we can eliminate it completely. We've only eliminated two viruses in the history of the world, rinderpest and smallpox, and that's because they didn't have the animal reservoir, and we were able to have an effective worldwide vaccination that actually got rid of the virus permanently. Three, if you've been vaccinated or had the infection, you will almost certainly have significant immunity, even with future infections, which will happen at some point. Four, we'll never reach 90% immunization rates in, the, in adults in the United States unless we use force. Five, no future COVID outbreak will overwhelm our hospital systems. We've seen this. We've had horrible surges throughout the country, but we also have immunization rates, or I should say immunity rates, that upwards of 60% of adults who are the ones most at risk and of those who are the most at risk of adults are the elderly, and they're almost 90%. The likelihood of us overwhelming the hospital system is pretty close to zero. We've managed everything up to this point. And again, I'm just talking about America. Six, there will be other outbreaks and spikes. There'll be cases, hospitalizations, ICU stays, and deaths. That will exist in the future, no matter what we do. But as of today, any adult can easily obtain a full set of vaccines. Supply now of the vaccines has outstripped demand. In fact, a week from now, children down to the age of 12 will be eligible for the vaccine if they if family chooses. If everyone who wants the vaccine goes, they'll be vaccinated by the end of May. This means that every person who wants real protection of the virus will have it. And that means that all the reasons for restrictions will be gone. Why do I say that? Well, we've already established that you can't be 100% safe, whether you've been vaccinated, previously infected, or not infected yet. But you can get COVID. But if you've had the vaccine or previous infection, you are unlikely to get as sick. If you're a kid, you rarely get very sick. It's almost a lightning strike in odds of becoming deathly ill. Of course, nothing is 100%, and there'll be some tragic circumstances. But the odds are incredibly low for these things to happen. And if you're someone who's still very scared and concerned, you'll still always be able to not participate in these things that make you worried, whether it's group gatherings, leaving your home, going shopping, whatever. There are plenty of options for you. But if you're vaccinated or had a previous infection, you should feel safe to move about in crowds. There should no longer be a worry that you're going to cause a surge that overwhelms the hospital. You shouldn't worry about getting people infected who have not had the opportunity to protect themselves. Because again, everyone will have had the chance to protect themselves. There probably shouldn't really be much concern for getting extremely sick. And again, if you are concerned about that, you can still seek to protect yourself by avoiding crowds and situations. Some will choose just to get sick instead of vaccination as a way of getting immunity from SARS-CoV-2. Because again, you will get SARS-CoV-2 at some point. But that's their choice. The rest of us 
shouldn't be restrained any longer. It's wrong. It's unnecessary. We need to declare our independence from this virus. And if you believe we need to reach some specific vaccination rate, that isn't based on science. That doesn't take into account the people who have already gotten natural immunity from a previous infection. People who want real protection will be able to have it so we can go back to normal life. If folks change their mind and they decide they want protection, they can always go get the vaccine and get their immunity that way. There is no reason, scientific, epidemiological, to keep things shut down. This is America. We don't hogtie people and jab them in the arm. We persuade and let people do as they please and as they choose and let them live with the consequences of their decisions. So on June 1st, let's all declare our independence from COVID for good. And when it comes to children, I recognize your fear and understand your concern. Losing a child is the worst thing I can imagine happening to a parent. I've lived it. On August 15th, 2018, I lost my 14-year-old son, Andy, in a car accident to a distracted driver. There was nothing I could do. I understand the impulse to protect. I understand the fear parents have. I understand the difficulty in making decisions without perfect information. It's agonizing. But life, as I've learned, is sometimes brief and comes with no guarantees. I had to make a decision early on after Andy's death on whether to drive or not. Driving is a dangerous activity. We know this. You look at the traffic fatality numbers and injuries. I had to weigh the risks of doing the practice of driving a car versus not participating in life. Would my children have fulfilling lives stuck at home, not going to school or work, seeing friends, sports, activities? Would life be as rich? Would that be living? Ultimately, we had to choose life. We're all faced with decisions that we have to make without knowing the future. Most importantly, you will have to figure out where you set the boundaries for life and risk. But this should not be a political decision. It is personal and individual. Recognize that we weigh risks and benefits individually and imperf- with imperfect information and knowledge, but respect others' choices and what, how they make the calculations. That is the defining principle of America. So let's celebrate together the end of this pandemic on June 1st and go back to wearing our red and blue shirts some other time. But before we end, don't forget to hang out with my friend, Dr. Aaron Wiseman, over at Dr. Me First on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening to The Paradox. If you like what the doc is doing, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And share the show with your friends. Become a supporting listener to get access to special bonuses at patreon.com forward slash the paradox. Show notes can be found at theparadox.com. Thank <laughs> you.